Hi everyone, my name is Meg and today's reading is Matthew 18, 21 through 35. Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but seventy-seven times. Therefore the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle, one was brought to him who owed him ten thousand talents. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold, with his wife and children and all that he had, and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the master of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. But when the same servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him, he began to choke him, saying, Pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed. And they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then his master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave all that debt because you pleaded with me. And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And in anger, his master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. Yesterday, we read Jesus's instruction for handling situations in which someone sins against you. Now Peter asks, how many times should we forgive the person who wrongs us? Passages in Job and Amos point to three times being the sign of a forgiving spirit. So Peter, suggesting seven, was over and beyond what Jewish culture would claim as an attitude of forgiveness. And I'm sure Peter felt pretty good about himself, suggesting such a generous response as seven. But Jesus responds with 77 times, meaning to say we aren't supposed to keep count of how many times we forgive somebody. We should be quick to forgive. Then Jesus proceeds with a parable about forgiveness. Matthew 8.23 reads, Therefore the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. One was brought to him who owed 10,000 talents. I looked this up and 10,000 talents is equivalent to 20 years of wages. The point being that this was an impossible debt for this man to repay. Now back to verse 19. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had so payment could be made. This was a common practice as punishment for being unable to pay a debt. But the servant fell on his knees imploring, have patience with me and I will pay you everything. Then the master was moved with compassion and released him and forgave the debt. This illustrates God's great love and compassion for us. Clearly, this servant was never going to be able to pay the debt. What he was asking for was ridiculous. No amount of time or patience was ever going to be enough for the debt to be paid. But even wilder was the master's response, who was moved by compassion to release the debt. And that's exactly what God's response is to us. 
Our debt is impossible to repay, and yet God provided the payment through the death and resurrection of his perfect son, Jesus. He looks at you and I and loves and cares for us and says that our debt is paid, that we're forgiven. So let's pick up in the parable starting in verse 28 through 30. But when the same servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him, he began to choke him, saying, pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, have patience with me and I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. The servant was just relieved from an impossible debt, and the first thing he did was run to the man who owed him and threatened payment. He took him by the throat and demanded to be paid. This guy's debt was far less significant than the servant's. 100 denarii is about 100 days of wages. And the man who owed said word for word what the servant had pled to his master. Have patience with me and I will pay you all. But the servant showed no mercy, throwing the man in prison. And when the other servants saw what took place, they told the master, and the master who had shown such mercy and compassion was not so gentle with the servant this time. He said, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have compassion on your fellow servant just as I had pity on you? And his master was angry and delivered him to the jailers, or some versions even say torturers, until he should pay all that was due him. His peers were shocked by his actions, and when the master found out, he was clearly angry. The servant received mercy, but was unwilling to give mercy in return. So his consequence is the punishment that he should have received from the beginning. Justice rather than mercy. And finally, in verse 35, Jesus draws us back to our Father and our response. It says, So my heavenly Father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. God has forgiven our impossible debt so that any debt owed to us pales in comparison. This should move us to forgive quickly, even if the other person is unrepentant. Let's pray. God, we thank you for Jesus' teachings. We thank you for the reminder that we're to be forgiving, just as you forgive us. That your son, Jesus, paid the ultimate penalty for our debt. And that we should also be quick to forgive because our debt pales in comparison to the debt that was paid on the cross. Amen. Thank you for checking out this devotional from Mission City Church. You can find out more information about our church as well as our full scripture reading plan at missioncitykc.com. You can also follow us at Mission City KC on Instagram or Mission City Church on Facebook. We're a non-denominational church that meets at the Merriam Community Center at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings. We would love to see you there.